This is a free download from Delancey Healing Church. We meet every Sunday at 10.30 in Delancey Healing Church building at the Banks St. Samson's in the Channel Island of Guernsey. To contact us or find out more information about us or free downloads, please visit our website at delanceyhealing.co.uk. Delighted to be in the house of the Lord. And because it's his house, he's here. Amen? I heard somebody say amen. Before we go into the word, we're going <clears> to <throat> do a, a, a 10 second teaching on the word amen. Do you, do you know what the word amen means? Yeah? Yeah, it means, what are you saying? I say, yes, I agree. Jesus is here. We're getting some believers in the house of the Lord. I said, Jesus is here. It's his house. Amen? It's his house. So Jesus is here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Forgive me for my apostolic Pentecostal background, but I have been raised in Amen, Hallelujah, and praise the Lord. Amen. Some of you remember it, and you have forgotten it along the line. But I want to remind you, Hallelujah, of those days of shouting, Hallelujah. Hallelujah is a heavenly language. Amen. How powerful it is to utter these words, hallelujah. They were saying it as Jesus came into Jerusalem that day. Hallelujah, Hosanna to the King of Kings and to the Lord of Lords. Jesus is here today. I said, Jesus is here today. Somebody better lift up a shout. Say, hallelujah, Hosanna, because the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is in this place today. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. When you don't say amen, the, other, the interpretation that follows is that means you are lying. <laughs> That's not the truth. I don't agree <laughs> with what you are saying. Wouldn't that be right? If you hear the voice, and if you hear the word of God, and if you agree with the scripture, say amen. amen. You won't become any little. You won't be looked down upon. Amen. But say, agree with the word. There is nothing more powerful than the word of God. No principality, no power. No person in position of government or authority in this world can ever come close to the power that is contained in this word of God. And when you say amen, you say, God, let it be to me also. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 4 verse 17. 
from the time Jesus began to preach and to say, repent. Repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You may be seated. Hallelujah, Jesus. It's wonderful to be here with you. It's good to see so many faces in in the presence of the Lord. Um, You have chosen this time to come and seek the Lord. And to be in his presence. And the Lord is grateful. The word of God says that God inhabits the praises of his people. When people come to do this, God comes. He shows up. You better believe that. Amen. The Bible says where two or three are gathered together in his name, Jesus is here. Hallelujah. And my title of my message this morning is Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Do you believe that Jesus is here? Jesus is here. And when Jesus is here, there's always a lot of request. Amen? When Jesus began to walk the face of the earth, when they heard Jesus was coming or Jesus was there, there was a lot of request. I need to ask something. Amen? I need to ask something. Every one of you should have a question. Every one of you should have a need. Every one of you should have a request this morning. But the first thing the Bible says, as Jesus began his ministry, (coughs) he was preaching, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. How many of you are familiar with the word repent? How often do you hear it on a daily basis? Repent. Amen? <clears throat> Do you hear it in your spirit? When I wake up in the morning, the Spirit of God says, Repent. 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 For the kingdom of God is at hand. Hallelujah. That means Jesus uh, is coming. So repent. This is what John the Baptist was preaching. But physically, Jesus would come in his body during that time. And John the Baptist, the Bible says, the voice of one that cries in the wilderness, repent, prepare he the way of the Lord, make straight a pathway for him in the wilderness. In a crooked and perverse generation, make your crooked path straight because Jesus is coming by. Get yourself in order. Get things right because Jesus is coming by. Hallelujah. I want to remind you, church, if you have forgotten by by time, that Jesus is coming back for his church. That Jesus is coming back for a bride without a spot and without a blemish. That he's coming for a church that is holy and acceptable before his sight. Somebody who's been preparing themselves for the coming of the Lord. Somebody who have heard the voice of the Lord that has been crying out, Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. All the things you want to do for Jesus. 
and all the commitments you want to make and all these things that you want to be fulfilled in your life spiritually, I want you to tell you that today is the day, now is the time because Jesus will come. And everything that you wanted to do in your life for the Lord, you've got to do it now. He comes quickly. Jesus comes quickly. Look around and see the times. The Bible says, perilous times shall come. Evil and wicked times will come. But all we've got to do is to remember the coming of the Lord is soon. Our salvation draweth now. Repent. Repent. Hallelujah. Luke accounts John. In, John chapter, uh, in Luke chapter 3 verse 3. <clears throat> he came by the country about Jordan. He was preaching the baptism of, uh, of repentance for the remission of sins. In other words... Let your sins depart from you. Put away your sins. Hallelujah. This is what I was preaching. This is repentance. When I am transformed and born again, the things I used to do, I do them no more. Hallelujah. We sing a song back home. It says, glad day when I was born again. It was a glad day when I was born again. The things I used to do, I do them no more. Hallelujah. I put it aside. I leave it one side. I'm going to New Jerusalem. I'm looking to Jesus. He is now the author and the finisher of my faith. I ain't got no time for the weights of this world. You know the weights of the world? Bad habits. Things that are weighing me down. I ain't got no time for that no more. I put it aside and I'm looking to Jesus. He's my leader. He's my direction. Hallelujah. Repent. Leave. Amen. Leave sin. Sometimes we cannot get a move from God. We cannot feel God operating in our lives and we cannot... Uh, we, we, we fail to understand why. Sin separates us from the almighty God. Amen. Many of us coming to God. God, I want, I need this. Sin separates us from God. The Bible says sometimes we pray those prayers that reach the ceiling and it doesn't go any further. You know why? Because sin separates us from the holy God. Peter, on the day of Pentecost, he was preaching. In the book of Acts chapter 2. There was a move of God. And so he began to preach. He was preaching. The same Jesus. Whom he have crucified. The same Jesus. That you nailed to the cross. That when he was around. You could not believe. That he was the son of the living God. That he was God. Manifesting the flesh. That he was that invisible God uh, that was talked about uh, in the Old Testament by Isaiah. Saying unto us, uh, unto us uh, a son is born, a child is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. It is him. It is him. You wouldn't believe. When they had heard 
about this Jesus? What shall we do? What shall we do to be saved? In the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 38 he says, Repent. Amen. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. This is the power of salvation. This is the plan of salvation. Because you know how I know that? He says, 3,000 souls got added to the church. You only add it to the church after you've been saved. And they continued. And they continued. And they continued, the Bible says. And they continued. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My tomorrow is going to be so much more than, than today. So much better than today. I, I can't rely on my past blessings. I know that God has done some things uh, in my life that was notable in the past. Uh, but I'm looking uh, to Jesus for greater things, better things, uh, new heights. Hallelujah. Get sin out of the way. And so Peter was saying, get sin out of the way so that Jesus can come and take effect in your life. Hallelujah. Sin prevents us from moving forward. Amen? It prevents us. It, it's a hindrance. It, will, it stops you from moving forward. You can't move. Sometimes you think, why are we going nowhere? It seems like we're going nowhere. Or it seems like it's taking too long. What's the problem? Sin prevents us from moving forward. How many of you know Aiken? Aiken? <clears throat> the Bible talks about Aiken in the book of Joshua. <clears throat> Joshua chapter 7. He says, But the children of Israel committed a trespass in the accursed thing for, <clears throat> for Aiken, the son of Kami, the son of Zebdi, the son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah, took of the accursed thing. Amen? He took of the accursed thing, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. The anger of the Lord was upon God's people. Amen? Many things. They tried to advance to the enemy. They were defeated. They were not getting any victory. Amen. Everything, every time they wanted to do something, and then Joshua, he began to wreck his brain. Because God told him, as I was with my servant Moses, I will be with you. There shall not be any man that will be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. Where you go, I will go. The promise God gave to Joshua in Joshua chapter 1. And Joshua began to think, God, what is going on? These are all promises. And these promises are also promised to you. But they are conditional promises. Amen? They are conditional promises. In other words, when sin comes, God takes his promise and he steps back. Get sin out of the way. Get sin out of the way so God can do what he wants to do. So God began to speak to, to Joshua. In verse 10 he says, And the Lord said unto Joshua, Get thee up, wherefore liest thou thus upon thy face. 
Israel had sinned. Amen? Israel had sinned. And they have also transgressed my covenant, which I commanded them. For they have even taken of the accusing, and have also stolen, and disassembled also, and they have put it in among their own stuff. Hallelujah. Amongst the children of Israel, there is some stuff that the accusing is amongst. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Therefore, the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies, but turned their backs before their enemies because they were accursed. Amen? Now it says they took the accursed thing, and when they took the accursed thing, now the Bible says they were accursed. Not only having the accursed thing, now they also became accursed. Hallelujah. Neither will I be with you anymore. This is God. He says, I will not be with you anymore. Hallelujah. Except he destroyed the accursed from among you. I will not be with you until you destroy the accursed thing which is in the middle of you, which is amongst you, which is amongst you. So he tells him, up, sanctify the people and say, sanctify yourself against tomorrow. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, there is an accursed thing in the midst of thee, O Israel. Thou canst not stand before thy enemies until he take away the accursed accursed thing from amongst you. You will not be able to be victorious from hereafter because God has left God has gone until you remove the accursed thing. Until you take away the thing that displeases God. God says, I will not move amongst you. I will not do anything. You will not advance anymore. You will not go forward because there is an accursed thing in your presence. Remove the accursed thing. The, 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 the victory of Israel is because of, of their unity they had with God. And because of the unity they had with God, they were separated from the other nations and God moved in Israel. And when there was sin in the camp, they had to deal with it and otherwise God will not move. The presence of the Lord was taken. Hallelujah. Sin prevents us from moving forward. God said, I will, I will not move. I will not do anything unless you remove. Hallelujah. Achan was that man. I heard a preacher preach once. His, the title of his message was, There is an Achan amongst us. Hallelujah. There is sin which we need to annihilate and destroy and sanctify ourselves and cleanse ourselves. God, I want to be holy. 
God, I want to be holy. Make me holy. I want to live upright. I want to be covered by the blood. When I wake up in the morning, God, let the words resound. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Let me go down on my knees every day, every morning and say, God, sanctify me. Sanctify me. Let not sin be in my life. Let not sin be in the midst of me or my family. Sanctify me. I want to move with you. I want to move, God. Sanctify me. Sanctify me. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 30, he says, And why stand we in jeopardy every hour? I protest. By your rejoicing which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. He says, I will die daily. Why are we in jeopardy every hour? Why are we struggling every hour? Why why are we in problems always? I will die. I make up my mind. I will die daily. And I will repent daily. I will bring myself under the blood daily. I don't have to be in jeopardy all the time. I don't have to be in problem all the time. I don't have to be in distress all the time. The Lord is by my side. I die daily. When I die daily, that is the time God steps in. He says, I'm going to walk with you. You are clean. I will walk with you because you are sanctified. You are holy. You have given yourself to me. Hallelujah. Why stand we in jeopardy every hour? The moment we think we have no need for repentance, this is where we fall. This is where we have failed. Maybe some of you are questioning, what do I have to repent of? What do I do? Thinking many things, no, I don't do that. I have no need to repent. Jesus spoke a parable in Luke chapter 18 verse 9. He says this. And he spake the parable unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous. He was talking to the people who thinks we are righteous. Everything's okay here. We don't need anything. Two men went up into the temple to pray. And one was a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. God, I thank thee that I am not as the other men are. Extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. What kind of prayer? I am not even like this person. Hallelujah. Standing afar off. Oh, sorry. He says, I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. Hallelujah. Some of us think uh, that we pay our tithes, uh, it's uh, buying our ticket to heaven. <laughs> God don't work like that. Amen? Not that it's wrong to pay tithes. Pay your tithes. And the publican, standing afar off, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto the heaven. But smote upon his breast saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. 
God, be merciful to me, a sinner. If we cannot make this our prayer every morning, if we cannot make this our prayer when we wake up uh, for the breath, thanking God for the breath of air and the, the, the allowance uh, that He has given us uh, to wake up and breathe that morning and to say, God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. We've lost our way, church. We have lost our way. God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalted himself shall be abased. And he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Hallelujah. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. He will lift you up. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. What do you need? What do we need? The salvation for our souls. What do we need? Repentance is at his hands today. He is here. Deliverance. In Mark chapter 5, there is an incident of a man possessed with demons. Jesus was passing his way. Now I tell you, church, whatever you need, Jesus got the answer. These scriptures are here to just encourage you, to increase your faith, to trust and believe. Whatsoever you need, Jesus is here. Take away doubt from your mind. Just because it, does, it didn't happen for 10 years. Just because it hasn't happened yet uh, for 20 years or 30 years or, or whatever. But I tell you something. That Jesus is amongst us uh, and he wants to do something. Remove doubt. Uh, remove fear. Praise God. Just trust it. Just trust uh, with, with, with openness. Uh, like a little child uh, who trusts his father. When he says, jump, I will catch you. Trust Jesus. Trust Jesus. Hallelujah. In Mark chapter 5, the Bible says, And they came unto the other side of the sea, into the country of Gadarus, Gadarinus. And when, he, <clears throat> and when he had come out of the ship, immediately there met out of the tombs a man with unclean spirit. Amen. Who had his dwelling among the tombs. And no man could bind him. No, not with chains. Because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains, and in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him, and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with, <coughs> with thee, Jesus? Thou son of the most high God, I adjure you, I adjure thee by God, that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Hallelujah. Unclean spirit. 
God has given us the power. What kind of thing we need? Where there's be deliverance. Jesus is here. You know somebody need, that needs deliverance. Bring them to Jesus. Amen. Bring them to Jesus. The first places we are running to is psychiatrist. You know why? Why not spiritual? If we are spiritual, we can be able to say, this is a spirit. This is an evil spirit. We need to address the spirit here. Hallelujah. Release. Let the power of God, let the power of God destroy the work of the devil. Hallelujah. I was shopping last week and I came to the cash register to pay. A young man, he looks like about 19, 20 years tall. And he was taking my things and, and I saw his hands. The first time in my life, I was shocked inside of me. I don't know who this person is. He's got scars like all over. Both of his hands. I said, God, what is this? I've never seen this in my life. When I say scars, it's not fine. I could not count the amount of lines. Both hands. And on the top. I said, God, what is this? I don't know this man. But in my heart, I said, God, what is going on here? What is going on here? And I look at this word, the word of God says, they're cutting themselves with stones. Brothers and sisters, I want you to know this is a spirit and this spirit needs to be addressed. Hallelujah. Don't send them to no psychiatrist. Hallelujah. This is the time the church needs to wake up and say, we've got to pray. Hallelujah. We've got to get down upon our, our knees and our hands and bury our face in the ground until God decides to move. Hallelujah. Don't get up until God begins to move. Hallelujah. We need the presence of God. We need the Holy Ghost in our life. We need the fire of God. Hallelujah. The boldness and the courage to command the spirits to live in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. They will not go out any other way. You can give them as much pills as you want. You can make them pass out. But when that thing wears off, that spirit is coming back. Hallelujah. Only Jesus. Only Jesus. Jesus wants to deliver. You know people. Hallelujah. You know people in that situation. I tell you, Jesus wants to deliver them. Hallelujah. Jesus wants to deliver What is the problem? If Jesus was here, I would say, Jesus, increase my faith. Jesus, increase my faith. Increase my faith. I hear what you're saying. Would you just increase? Increase my faith. Hallelujah. Give me that spirit of boldness talked about in your word. Would you increase my faith? Jesus was telling to his disciples, 
in Mark 9, 23, it says, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. If you can believe, if you can just believe, all things are possible to you. All things become possible to you, to you, to you. Hallelujah. Jesus speaking individually. If you just believe, all things become possible to you. Don't look, my brother. Don't look, my sister. Me, Jesus. Increase my faith. Hallelujah. If I could just believe, if I could just believe, all things, all things, all things, all things become possible. Jesus was telling them, he said, in John chapter 4, verse 48, he says, Then Jesus said unto them, Except he sees signs and wonders, he will not believe. Amen? Is that us? Except we see the sign and the wonder, we don't want to believe. The nobleman said unto him, Sir, come down ere my child die. Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him. And he went his way. I believe. He said it. He said it. I said he said it. Amen. I, I believe. I'm going to go my way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In Acts chapter 14, we find... There is a, a certain man at Lystra. The Bible says, impotent in his feet. Being a cripple from his mother's womb. Who never had walked. The same heard Paul speak. Who steadfastly beholding him. And perceiving that he had faith to be healed. Said with a loud voice. Stand upright on thy feet. And he leaped and he walked. Hallelujah. If you can say, Jesus, I hear it. I believe. I believe. I believe it. We want to see it before we believe. Oh, I believe it, Lord. If you said in your word, I believe it. If we could say, God, if Jesus was here, I keep saying that I want to increase your faith. So that you could say, yes, Lord, you are here. Some would say, God, God, use me. Use me. Hallelujah. Is there anybody who feels like that? God, use me. I need. Use me. A couple months ago, I was in South Africa. I went home. And... What I shared this testimony with some of you here. My, my father is a, a preacher and a pastor of a church. And we were visiting and we were there. In a Wednesday night prayer meeting service. There was a man who they were giving Bible studies to. He had not come to church yet, so they would visit his house on a Wednesday night. But because I was coming there, they had a combined fellowship with all the church members. 
And he told this man, I cannot come to your house because we're having a combined service. This man is crippled. So said, basically, we're not going to come. This man says, why don't you pick me up? I'll come to church for the first time. And being crippled, my father was astonished. He would say, okay, you know what, we'll see you next week. So they picked him up and they brought him. Wednesday night prayer meeting. My wife was there. My child was there. And during the worship, there was a power and the anointing of God was present. And at one point of the meeting, before I could even preach the word of God that evening, my father stood up and says, we have a need in this place. The man was sitting in the second row. He says, there is this man here. He's crippled. There is a need. Let's pray for him. So the elders of the church, they rolled his wheelchair. And they, they removed the chair here and they made him as if that he was his place in the front. They didn't have any musicians that day. So I was leading them in worship. I was playing the guitar and I was singing some song. And my father looked at me and says, put it down. And come pray for this man. I was thinking, but you can pray. This is this is your church. But anyway, the elder of the church was on my left, and my father was on my right. And I was thinking, God, if we could just do something here, I don't know what. This man is new. Maybe if you could save his soul. But God, do something for this man. And so as I come to pray for him, I lay my hands on his head and I begin to pray, but something made me to, to feel his leg because this, he's crippled. And as I touched his leg, I was shocked out of my mind. He had no meat <laughs> for this. Not only straight immediately I felt something hard, this bone. I was holding bone. And I said, God, what is this? It's only bone in his leg. How can this man? I say in the name of Jesus, God, the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. And I said, I began to pray, and we began to pray, and everybody was praying. Everybody's worshiping, we began to pray for this man. And suddenly there was a shaking in his legs. He began to shake his legs from, from side to side. And I said, hallelujah, these are the days of Ezekiel. Dry bones, hallelujah, they will come together. The Bible says, do you remember Ezekiel? The Bible says, son of man, prophesy unto these bones. Say unto these bones, live. And he let them hear. He began to prophesy, dry bones, Hear the words of the Lord and live, live, live. The Bible says the Spirit of God began to move uh, all across the winds, began to come. And the Bible says, and suddenly there was a shaking in that valley. And bones began to find each other. And they came together from the ankle bone to the knee bone, from the knee bone to the thigh bone to the hip bone. All the bones came together. Hallelujah. And I begin to feel as I say, God, you are going to do something. This is the days of Ezekiel. Do it. Do it. Do it. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. We began to pray for this man. And without saying anything, as we began to pray, he began to stand. Hallelujah. I said, my God, my God, you are, you are, you are mighty. You are powerful. Hallelujah. This man began to stand uh, in the presence of the Lord. Uh, and everybody was starting to worry. Even my father and the elder of the church, they began to hold him. Hallelujah. They're holding him. Because he can fall at any time. He got bones only. Hallelujah. And this man doesn't want to stand. He wants to walk. So he began to walk. There's a pulpit there. He began to walk. They were on it by his shoulders. He began to walk. He began to walk. And I, I could look at the church people and everybody's eyes were big. I said, worship the Lord. Give the Lord praise. Give the Lord glory. God is doing something. This is not a show here. God is busy working. And he began to walk. He began to walk. He began to walk all around. Two times he began to walk around the pulpit. And he sat down again. And they left him. We began to worship. We began to praise God. See, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in Him. And while I, I continued in the front, we were worshiping and nobody was around Him anymore. He said, this is my opportunity. He stood up again by Himself. And everybody was wondering, should we go? Should we? So they left Him. He stood the whole time as we worshiped and as we began to praise God. Say, God, there's nothing impossible for you. God, there's nothing impossible for you. You need a heart, a heart that is soft, that you can mend it and mold it and remove things, and that you can mess around and play in it. You just need a heart that say, God, I believe. I believe. I believe, Jesus. This word is not a dead letter. It's powerful. It's anointed. Hallelujah. So I believe it. I believe it. There was another lady in Port Elizabeth. The previous time that I've been there, when I went there this time, Sister Geshe's mother is also one of the leaders in the, in the prayer department. She came to give me a testimony. She said, there's a lady, she lived down the road. She came to our church once. You don't know her because that was the first time she came. She came in the front for prayer. She said, when you pray immediately, she had some kind of sickness. I don't know what it was. They never said, tell me what kind of sickness. But she's been to the doctor many times and she could not be healed. I don't know what she was. I can't remember her. But when we prayed for her in the name of Jesus, immediately that sickness left her body. Hallelujah. And I said, God, you are still moving. Even until this day. Even in these desperate times. God, you are still moving. I said, God, I will not doubt you. I will not doubt you. Because you can do anything. You can do anything. I pray today, God, use me. I've spoken to some of you on some occasions. And some have mentioned there is a sign of God. God wants to do something in your life. You have that feeling of God using you. Hallelujah. We were in a prayer meeting once in the morning. Brother Silva was praying and says, I can feel the anointing of God in my hands. It feels like fire burning. Hallelujah. We've got to pray, God, ignite the fire. Ignite the fire. I'm not scared of what I'm feeling. God, 
I need it. I use me. Use me. Do it with me. Do it with me. Well, I was looking for that brother. Oh, that brother seems very holy. That brother seems, you know, he's good. Maybe God will do something in his life and God will use him. What about me? What about me, God? Me. Use me, Lord. Hallelujah. The sending of the twelve in Luke chapter 9. The Bible says, Then he called his twelve disciples and gave them power and authority over all devils. Somebody say all devils. There's no devil in hell that can stand against the church of the living God. Hallelujah. Not even Lucifer himself. Hallelujah. We have the power. Church, you better believe what I'm saying. We have the power to bind any spirit, any devil in the name of Jesus Christ. We have that power. He called his disciples. I give it to you. Power and authority over all devils to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And he said unto them, take nothing for, thy, for your journey. Neither staves, nor script, neither bread, neither money, neither have two coats apiece. Whatsoever house he enter into, they abide and thence depart. And whosoever will receive you not, when he go and out of that city, shake off the very dust from your feet for a testimony against them. And they departed and they went through the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Hallelujah. Healing everywhere. Before long, I didn't know there was a place called Guernsey. Never knew it existed. Never heard the word. When I heard Guernsey, I think sometime in school, they say Guernsey cow. It's the name of a cow. That's all. No idea. That's a, it's, a, it's a physical land. Now I tell you, church, according to the medium of the word, God says everywhere, no matter how small this island might be, no matter even if there were two or three people in this island, God says everywhere. It's going to happen everywhere. God is looking for what? A witness. God is looking for a witness. How many? Just one is okay. Just one. Hallelujah. If I could hear those words, like, God, me. I want to be that eager child in, in the classroom who irritates everyone by knowing everything. Me. Let it be me. God is looking for a witness. Aren't you just tired of just being the same? You know, 10 years ago, I was like this. God saved me 10 years, and 10 years passed, I'm still the same. When are you going to fight giants? Amen? When it is your time to fight the giants? David said to Saul, so let me tell you, there was a bear. You see, I have a testimony. There was a bear. And he came. And I ripped open his jaw. And I saved the lamb. There was a lion also. I did the same to him. Now you tell me, Saul, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he might dare defy the armies of the God of Israel? Who is he? Hallelujah. Who is he? Little young man David against the giant. He was saying, send me. Send me, Saul. 
send me. I will go. I will go. Can God find a witness in this place? We want to see great and mighty things, many souls added to the kingdom of God. We want to see this island changed, and we want to see many sons and daughters being born into the kingdom of God. But God wants a witness. How shall they hear unless there is a preacher? How shall they hear unless there is a preacher? You need a Bible school? You need some kind of credential, some kind of certificate so that you can go preach the gospel of Jesus Christ? Disciples didn't have, they were uneducated. The Bible says the people knew they were uneducated and when they saw him, they was like, we know them. And they had recognized they have been with Jesus. They have been with Jesus. Hallelujah. Lastly, the book of John chapter 14. Jesus' parting words to his disciples. John chapter 14. Let not your heart be troubled. He believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there he may be also and whither I go he know and the way he know Thomas said unto him Lord we know not whither thou goest and how can we know the way Jesus said unto him I am the way The truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus was telling Thomas, don't look further than me. I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. If he had known me, He should have known my father also. If he had known me, you should have known my father also. And from henceforth, he know him. And have seen him. From today, Jesus was telling him. From today, you know the father. And you have also seen the father. Hallelujah. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father. And it sufficed us. Still couldn't understand Jesus. Jesus said unto him, 
Have I been so long time with you? They keep asking for something. And Jesus said, I'm here. I am here. What are you waiting for? What are you looking for? Do we want to be like those Jews when Jesus was there? They couldn't see who he was. They could not recognize him for who he was. He was right in their midst and they couldn't say, Jesus is here. The Messiah is here. The Christ is here. The Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, he is here. Jesus said unto Philip, have I been so long time with you and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that had seen me had seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believe thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. But the Father that dwelleth in me. Hallelujah. The Father dwells in me. Praise the Lord. To wit that God was in Christ. Reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, but had given unto us, or had, uh, uh, sorry, not imputing the trespasses unto them, and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. God was manifest in the flesh. He was revealed in the flesh. He was seen of angels, justified in the spirit. Hallelujah. Jesus saying, I'm here. I am here. Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. Or else believe me for the works, for the very works sake. Verily I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I shall do, the works that I do, shall he do also. And this is it. And greater works than these shall he do. Amen? Greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever he shall ask in my name, that will I do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If we ask anything in the name of Jesus today, he says, I'm going to do it. Do you believe? If we ask anything in the name of Jesus today, he's going to do it. Whether it be salvation whether it be deliverance, whether it's to increase our faith, whether it's for God to use us, whatsoever, come and ask. Hallelujah. Let the musicians come and worship. Church of God, I implore you, by the mercies of God, don't let those seats hold you. You are not glued to those seats. Shame the devil. And come to this altar. Prepare an altar for Jesus. You know, God only moves when there is an altar. Do you know that? When you make an altar, God says, Elijah, bring the fire from heaven. 
Okay. First, we're going to make an altar. <laughs> no altar, no fire. Church, no altar, no fire. This is the word of God. I implore you, let us make an altar for the Lord. Come and worship God. We have many needs here. I don't know what your needs are. I don't know your house situation, your family members, people you know, people are far off. I don't know what they are. But if you have a need, come to the feet of Jesus today and let God answer for you. Hallelujah. As we worship, let's make an altar for the Lord. Come and let God do what he wants to do in this place. We are going to pray for you. We are going to, hallelujah, give you over to the Lord. Let Jesus fix it. In his time, he will make all things beautiful. Let us come in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Let's all stand. Let's all stand. For those of you who want to come to the altar, come. Come quickly. Come now. Come now. Don't wait. You want to be used by God? Now. I want to be used now, Lord. Not tomorrow, not next year, not the following year. God, use me today. Why? Why should I wait? There are souls dying. There are people that, go, that will go to hell. I know something. I know my Jesus. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Let God use us. Let God use us. Let's worship the Lord as we begin to make this altar. Speak to the Lord. As you stand in front, just speak to God. God wants to know your heart. Would you speak to Him? Let Him know. Let Him know why you are here. God wants to do it. All God wants is one witness. God wants one, just one. I want to say, God, let it be me. Let it be me, Lord. Let it be me, God. Let it be me. Let it be me. It's not my brother and it's not my sister, but it's me, oh Lord. I am standing in the need of prayer today. The power and the anointing of God is here. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. I believe it. I believe it that Jesus is here. I have no doubt in my mind that Jesus is here. His word is not lie. Jesus is here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All those people want to be used by God. You feel you have an anointing of God. There are people standing in the altar here. Come and stand behind them. Those hands, hallelujah, that you want to be used by God, come and lay your hands behind them. I want to pray for them that God will use them. But if you want to be used by God, if you have an anointing of God in your life, don't feel shy. Hallelujah. The, the laying on of hands is the power of God. If you want to be used by God, come and let God use you today. Let us worship God and sing a song as we begin to pray. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. We thank you, Cliff, for your word and Lord, we just thank you today that you are just such an almighty God. I'm sure everybody's felt the touch of the Lord here today. And we just thank you, Lord, that you love us all so much that you want to just be with us. We thank you. It's great to be in your presence. Thank you for listening to this free download from Delancey Eden Church. For more downloads, information, or to contact us, please visit our website at delanceenan.co.uk.